When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quartz 96 FM. Have you got stuff lying around the house that could be buried treasure? Like, you got some old painting under a sheet in the attic or records. Now, I have an attic full of records. No one's getting their hands on them, but I don't know whether or not there's buried treasure inside there. Old toys, old computers, musical instruments, old record players, old phones, just vintage stuff that's up in the attic or out in the shed, gathering dust. Might it be valuable? Ian Dowling joins me to talk about this. Ian's got uh, a television show coming up on Sky and a few more other projects in the can. But first of all, Ian, let's talk a, bit, a little bit about you. This is your area of expertise. We, we have stuff buried in our houses for years. Like I said, the old painting under a sheet. It could be worth a lot of money. Good morning. Morning, PJ. Thanks for having me on. Delighted. So how do people value the junk or what they think is junk in their attic? Um, well, there's a number of ways, really. I mean, um, there's, there's online appraisers like valuemystuff.com. They can give you an accurate valuation um, for a fee. So you just send in a photograph and they'll give you an idea of value. You can also use sites like eBay and kind of suss out what, what prices um, items are getting on, on that marketplace. Auction houses as well. You can contact auction houses for appraisals. Um, auctions are a great way to sell directly to collectors and, and the trade to the highest bidder. Now there's a charge of 10 to 15% of the hammer price to the auctioneer if you go down that route. You can also contact a, an antique dealer directly. So you can go online to the, on like the, there's a database at the, the IADA, the Irish Antique Dealers Association, and you can have a list of dealers there, so you can check in with your local dealer. And they don't, not all dealers are with the IADA, so there's a lot of great dealers that around the country not registered with them, and they're also brilliant to deal with too. So you can always contact your your local antique dealer and and and, and see you know what what kind of value they, they place upon it. So there's a, a few different options available to people if they feel they have something that's 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 worth something up in their attic or out in their shed or whatever. Do you know the way you go up into the attic to find something, like particularly the Christmas decorations now, you go up into it once a year and you fall over that thing that's been sitting in the corner forever and you wonder, why haven't I just taken that to the dump? What kind of things might be a treasure trove that you wouldn't be knowing about? Yeah, well, one of the things I think that's great about Irish people, certainly from what I do, is just that we have a kind of a waste not want not kind of attitude we'd rather kind of store something away up in the attic than throw it out and i think that's brilliant and uh we're also a little bit sentimental too i think so for that reason i think a lot of people do have stuff stored away and they, they don't throw things out and that's great um 
the types of things that people could have. I mean, there's a, I mean, yeah, I mean, it could be anything from art. I mean, I, I, I had a friend of mine who, whose auntie found three Harry Kernoff paintings wrapped up in paper in an attic in Marino. They were selling the house and it was up there, the corner of the rafters and uh, they ended up being valued at 10 to 15,000 each. So there's an, there's an idea. And then look, not everybody's going to f- find a high value painting in their attic, but original art of all description has value. And you know, the, the quality matters a lot. Vintage stuff, like in my house, for example, I've been collecting music stuff and records in particular for, God, I'd be almost afraid to say how long I'm collecting records and I've got one whole wall of my attic just stacked up with stuff. Um, Some of it it might be valuable. Yeah, so when it comes to records, I mean, you know, they they can range from a euro to thousands. I mean, popular records that were made in their millions hold less value, but... If you keep keep an eye out for rare records, you know, once they were made and withdrawn, they're high value attached to them. And eBay, again, is brilliant for records to get an idea of value. Um, so it's only just a cl- couple of clicks away. So if you have something, if you have a few records up in your attic, um, eBay is a great place to check the, the kind of value that they, they can achieve. So condition is always hugely important with vinyl. Coins, um, books. Coins, books, yeah. I mean, look, it's 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 unlikely that you'll have a Ulysses or something up in the attic or in your bookshelf, but there's a lot of books out there that still have value. I mean, um, you know, Harry Potter books can can you know command large sums of money, and they don't necessarily have to be in pristine condition. Yeah, and you know, if you in general when you're talking about books, it's you know, first edition of a popular book in good condition. Uh, with a dust jacket can bring in the most money, and if you have a signed copy, it adds further value too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so old, yeah, even toys. Uh, pardon me. That old silver butter dish that you took from Granny's house. Those kind of absolutely. Things. Yeah, definitely. So silverware is usually hallmarked, allowing you to see the maker, the place, and age of manufacture. So that's the first thing to check. Um, silverware sets—they're not as popular now as they once were in the second-hand market. But you can always consider sell, selling silver for its value and weight to bring in, you know, a quick bit of cash. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Old ceramics. I mean, if you look back at our grannies and granddads and, and, and our aunties, they had houses full of ceramic figurines and dolls and cups and mugs and serving bowls and spoons. And like that note, you said, we, we hoard it. We have cardboard boxes full of bits of ceramic up in the attic. Worth a look through? Absolutely. And the same again, if you look for a stamp on the base, most ceramics will have a stamp on the base that will allow you to do some kind of online research to find out when and where they were made and what kind of value they have. I mean, any kind of ceramics with, you know, nostalgic kind of stuff, like, you know, the the, the flying ducks, the three flying ducks that were very popular in the 70s and 80s. Like, I'm a big fan of those. And, you know, they're very collectible at the moment because... You know, a lot of over the years they were so, they were commonplace, but over the years they've become broken or binned, and you know they're now actually quite hard to find, and they can go for a couple of hundred quid in nice condition. And I think it's because of that nostalgia that's that's why people like to you know that's yeah. that's why people like them and and why they've got a value because they were that commonplace. But ceramics, as I say, yeah, a lot of them just kind of disappear. They get broken, and they just and and those 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 three flying ducks. If you have them. There's a nice value attached to them these days. I was lucky enough to see Queen at Slane back in the day, uh, the great Freddie Mercury in action. I'm showing my age now, admittedly. But I happen to know someone who still has the poster advertising the gig framed and in mint condition. Stuff like that. That worth money. 
Big time, yeah. No, I mean, um, any any original concert posters have a good value attached to them. So, you know, if you have a poster for the first Slane gig in 1981 or Nirvana's cancelled 1994 or Dublin gig or Muhammad Ali in Croke Park or Bob Marley 1980 in Daily Man Park, like the Bob Marley poster there, there was one at auction there for 1,200 quid um, there about wow. six months ago. So that gives you an idea. And U2 concert posters, they always sell really well. Um, so I, I bought a kind of a, I bought a U two Crow Park concert poster when, when we were doing Irish Pickers and um, and so that went for eleven hundred and um, so yeah so you know condition and rarity is often the key to value when it comes to posters and also concert t shirts as well you know like if you had concert t shirts packed away from your youth they're worth a few quid and probably a lot more than what you paid for them yeah and they, they, they definitely won't fit you anymore so they might be of, of use to, to somebody and old clothes in general can be can be worth some money yeah absolutely i mean you know popular trends they come and they go and they come back around again i mean um when it comes to clothing and accessories vintage you know 60s 70s all that stuff is definitely there's a lot of that lying around in attics and that can be worth quite a bit if it's stylish and in good condition and even 90s stuff now is also in demand so you know a shell tracksuit from the 90s could be worth um more now those things they're back around again. Umbro and um, any kind of shell suits like that, they're kind of, you'll, you'll see, you know, kids going around now wearing them that their parents probably wore. Those kind of, uh, you know, late late teens, early 20s, a lot of people wearing the 90s stuff now back yeah. back again. So it's amazing, really. It's fantastic. And uh, it's great to see kind of the trends coming back, you know. And um, I always buy old stuff over new, really. You know, it's always better quality and yeah. A far better investment than buying new Adidas as well. They any Adidas sippies and things like that. They always hold their value, and there's 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 always a real strong demand for them. Yeah. The Joe Bloggs brand disappeared. So is that worth something? Joe Bloggs, I I would say so. Yeah, for the nostalgia of it, but it's it's kind of um, you know, a lot of the sports stuff really, like Adidas Umbro, that stuff's really strong demand for that. Um, in particular, um, okay. but yeah, Joe Blogs. I would, I would, I would imagine they do. I haven't seen too much of that around, to be honest. Um, <laughs> well, <of> people <laughs> scrambling around attics and sheds now to see if they got. Remind me again. So, people's first port of call is IADA. Is it? Yeah, so the Irish Antique Dealers Association. You can, you can. There's a list of dealers on that site. But as I say, there's a lot of dealers that aren't um, registered with the IADA that are fantastic too, and they're brilliant to deal with. So if you contact your local dealer in the area, um, they might be able to give you an idea of value. Auction houses, valuemystuff.com, and eBay. And also, you can contact me on Irish Picker Instagram if you want to get an idea of value. I'll try and help you. Irish Picker. Now you've got a TV project either on or coming up. Which is it? So we've done the first series of Irish Pickers and uh, we're, we couldn't film last summer because of COVID. So we're hoping this summer now, so I'm going to find out next month. But uh, fingers crossed, because although the show is about, about antiques, I mean, it's just a great way to kind of showcase the, the history and the, the people and the scenery of Ireland in a really nice way. So I'm really kind of buzzing, looking forward to getting going on it again now, fingers crossed, this when, summer. When is that up? When, is it, when are we filming? Yeah, when, when can we see it? Oh, well, I'm not sure. We haven't even started filming yet. Like, So we're hoping this summer and waiting for confirmation from the network next month. So we filmed in summer before, and that's the best time to do it. So fingers crossed now this summer we'll be, we'll be back at it. Okay. Ian, Ian, thank you very much. Ian Dowling of Irish Pickers. There's junk in them, their attics, that could be worth money. Quartz 96 FM.